you're listening to only here for the Wi-Fi. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? Episode motherfucking 40. Episode 40 with Blue Pfeiffer in the building already. You know, she professional. Yeah, we're going to be talking about all kind of great things. We're going to be talking about all this great news that's coming her way. Very, very exciting. Let's get her in the room. Connection, uh, connection issues may be a thing. We don't know how uh, how the Wi-Fi fares out, but please do bear with us if you do have a stronger connection. But you know, it is what it is. Only here for the Wi-Fi, everybody. Yeah, Blue Pfeiffer is currently unavailable to join. Shit is real, bruh. Fucking Beirut, you fucking up. Hey. <laughs> you came in. You made it. Yes, fucking episode I... 40. <laughs> I tried I tried my best to, you know, be up to your level in terms of shades. Well, you know, you I al- don't know. you always outdo me, girl. You know that. You don't even have, <laughs> you don't really even need to try that hard. It's just like mm, Not not in mm. everything. <laughs> yeah. Are we, are we keeping the glasses? I'm I certainly am that- because you know what? You you I mean, you know, you gorgeous, you know, people like looking at your eyes and stuff. People don't want to see me. half the time I'm listening, right? So I just end up looking like this. I'm just like, <laughs> true. You know true. what I mean? So, how are you, Blue? I'm okay. How are you? I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited. We're here. We're doing the interview. We're doing the talking. You know? I know. Yeah. I know. So much has changed since the last time uh, we hung out. Yeah. You know? That was what, like hung out in real life. Yeah, hung out in real podcast? life. Not, not, I mean, you know, like, yeah, we, we, we talk from, from time to time, like on WhatsApp or whatever. But I mean, no, like last time we hung out was Monkey's birthday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I made that. Di- we, yes. That was, I remember. A, that was a great day. That was yes. a great day. And, yo, shout out to fucking Epps. Dude can Hi, cook, man. Dude can cook like nobody's business. True. Hidden talents. Not just like a, you know, not just with the, the spray cans and whatnot, but he's a master on the queue as well. Anyways. And other things too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. You know, we don't need to, you know what I mean? Keep it a little PG, okay. even though I know you're right. raw. You know what I'm saying? Ew, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, first of all, for all the white people up in this. Oh, that's cool. It's all. Don't worry about it. For all the white okay. people, including myself, um, what the fuck is a Sintel L? So, okay. Sintel L is the year. I mean, can I swear? Can I just like. No, you cannot. Be... You, no, no. Swe- there's no swearing on this fucking podcast. There okay. will be no fucking swearing ever. Okay. So help okay. me God. Okay. <laughs> all right. So Sintel L is a, the year of dick. In the literal translation, um, I mean, I'm censoring the word "ed" into "el," so it's kind of that. So the year of shit, the year of fuck, the year of everything. Wow. Fucked. 
Okay. I thought it was like, yeah. So do you think that if you were to release it, you know, uh, in like a 18 plus, you know, uh, whatever you call, you call it, like if you were to press it to a vinyl or, or, or make a physical copy that you would keep it uh, like in its original intention or you're going to keep it like, you know, friendly? Okay, that's a very, very good question because actually uh, we have a censored version of Sintel Eo, which is Sintel, yani the version that you guys know, the one that's on YouTube, the one that's on IGTV and most of the streaming platforms is the non-censored version because I say in the first sentence, so I'm obviously swearing. I, I mean, yeah, and, in Arabic, which is crazy, which is awesome. Yeah, it's pushing yeah, the envelope. Yeah, which is crazy. Exactly. Yeah. But we decided we decided not to. I mean, we just did the censored versions for you know specific platforms like Apple Music, I think, and or no, actually, I think it was Huawei Music. But um, the I actually think that Ao is much cooler than saying Synthel Ed. You know, it has for me. It offers like it just has so many layers, and you know, it's. Um, it's a commentary on censorship itself at the same time, which I really like. Yeah. And I much prefer, you know, to say, oh, like, I just think that's so much yeah. better. That's a that's a particular yeah. to Lebanon thing, the ale thing. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, ew. It is. I'm mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Damn. Well, that's that's interesting. I I had no idea that um, you know that was your thing. I tried you didn't doing. Know some... that that's what it meant. Nah, nah. I thought I thought it was just like the air thing. I didn't know it was like the sintel air or the sintel whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? No. Yeah. 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 It is, and it's funny because some like a very. It, it's not a lot of people, but I did hear a few people say that they thought it was sintel ew, which is really not representative no carona, of how I would no express ew, myself. No ew, basically, basically. So it's not ew, it's not, it's sintel ew, which is a double meaning for sintel air, especially in Lebanon, basically. Wow. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's unpacked. We're peeling back the layers with blue. <laughs> we're, 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 we're shedding all kind of knowledge, you know? I'm excited for you, yo. Like, honestly... In a way, I mean, look, truth be told, right, you know, on some real shit, some real unfortunate fucking events had to happen for you to kind of, you know, to to kind of um, break out this way. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Did you see yourself, you know, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll do everything we can. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, please, by all means, send in your questions, your comments. Use the uh, little like ask a question thing you know, for blue and we'll try to address all the comments that are coming in. They're, they're flooding in there. Okay. Some, some spam in here as well. We got some people talking about weed being like, yo man. Yeah. No, it's, he's talking about some weird Cali MDMA shit. Cool. I don't understand. I don't understand. We'll check your website later, bro. We'll check your website. Later, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, as I was saying, it's like it's kind of crazy that you know some some real inf unfortunate events. Obviously, the Beirut blast, Thaura, coronavirus, mm. all of this crazy pressure that has kind of just built up. And I mean, you know, like I never really associated you with like a politically active or like a socio socio. You were like singing about your own shit, but now you're like a voice of the people. 
Okay. I mean, that's a very big title. Um, and I don't know if I'm, you know, fit for it. I appreciate it. How not? But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's very, I mean, the things that I used to write about and, and still write about, like you said, were more about my personal struggles. And it was more about me, you know, describing what things looked like or what things felt like in my bubble, you know, which is the bubble that I had created to kind of, you know, ignore all of this shit that was happening, you know, like whether it was the political shit or the situation of the country or whatever, like right. I felt like, and I also used to feel like I didn't really have for some, we, now I think that's, that's, you know, like I, I have much more confidence in that, but I used to feel like I don't really have the, I don't have the right to comment on those things because, you know, I sing yeah. in English, even though I've been living here and my entire career has been, you know, spent and developed in Lebanon. For everyone who doesn't know, I feel like a lot of people think that I live in, you know, some other country in like a very glamorous mansion, mansion and that's not the case at all. So, you know, the impression because, you know, the impression because of how I choose to express myself with the way that I dress and, you know, I feel like that gives a certain impression that I, I you know, like, I don't really care which impression it gives, but I think that there is um, there is a lot that has changed this year, you know, and 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 I've personally experienced so much of that firsthand. Whether it was when the revolution started, going down to the streets, or the explosion, like I've, you know, me and many and and many Lebanese or most Lebanese. We, our lives have changed so much, you know, in the past year. So the Tough. things that I've been reading, the things that I've been consuming, the things that I watch, the time that I spent having conversations, all of those themes changed. And, you know, the things that I used to enjoy or, or, or do to escape just didn't, it just didn't, you know, scratch the itch anymore. I couldn't, I, you know, it, it had a really massive change in me musically. And I felt really silly, you know, writing about things that weren't about that. It just didn't feel really relevant. So yeah. I feel like, and I felt like making a song that would kind of soundtrack my year, you know, because we we did this song. So we, I think it's been since April, June, June, I want to say April or June since you know, we did the song, so it has been with me for most of the year. It was the song that I had on repeat. It was the only song that we could jam to for a while. Um, and then obviously the explosion happened and that changed a lot of things for me. It changed, the video changed completely for me, even though we had shot everything. So it was supposed to come out in August. We had shot everything in uh, July and, you know, we didn't really shoot anything after the explosion. I just, you know, I took my phone on the day after when we were going down to help. And I, you know, I shot while I was in the car. It was really difficult to shoot. I mean, it's not a position that I want to see myself in, but I know that if I didn't do that, I would have regretted it because I do think that it's my job as an artist to yeah. reflect the times, to, 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 to not ignore those things because even though they're painful and even though there's so much trauma behind it, you don't want it to be erased. You know, it's our job. It's our jobs to kind of like document this moment in time because it's important and it changed everything. So even though it was really hard and, and, and emotionally really difficult to edit that footage or shoot it or work around it, uh, I knew that I couldn't, that I couldn't, like I couldn't talk about 2020 if I didn't bring up the explosion, which was one of the biggest parts of it and the worst thing to happen in Tough. my opinion so 
it, it's like a very sensitive thing. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, like I said, you know, my whole mindset ha has changed and, 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 you know, at least for now, that's, that's just me really being straight up. I didn't feel like bullshitting. I didn't feel like writing some fancy poetry about something that was either too sad or that was, you know, like hope and like the, the Phoenix, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I, I, that's the I shit. Felt, yeah, I like, I just wanted to be real because whenever I would hear those things that were really sad or really like, let's be hopeful, I didn't really resonate. You know, I just, I was too angry and too like, there was too much emotion and I didn't feel like censoring shit anymore. And I didn't feel like, you know, like living in this bubble. Like, can we just fucking talk about what's happening? Can Air we just say it straight up? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I mean, for sure, um, you know, you have created some uh, shocking you've captured some shocking imagery you have kind of you know aired out the laundry and put it up in everyone's face and be like yo this is and it's it's profound and shocking and and certainly mild it's mild compared to what the fuck is really going on i mean you you like you know it's it's um let's just say a tailored and or kind of like just an inkling of what the fuck is really going on in terms of exactly the crazy shit so i mean oh yeah yeah, yeah i don't yeah. even pretend to cover half of it no. like i literally yeah it's not even you can't even fit that in a song i just felt like taking themes that i felt like covered a big umbrella and a lot of people could you know like this is there's this word that i'm never able to find in english that for me is this song which is so uh, so that's what it was but i don't for one second pretend that that's all that, that that's happening or that you know if you are someone that wants to make a change all you need to do is stream my song like that's not at all where i'm coming from i think yeah. that my, that's my contribution and that's my dedication and my ode to my country and my community you know that's it's for me it's just part of that conversation i yeah. don't you you know yeah. i was surprised i was surprised as fuck to kind of hear you know the um especially musically you know what i mean like you're you know you've got the derbeki going on you've got this like kind mm. of like his his you know kind of vibe to it you know and um it suits you blue you know what i mean like it's 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 almost like a freestyle rap that you know you just kind of you know i mean you wrapped it you you're dropping bars you're you're doing this thing right and it it's like it's sincere it's fucking sincere mm. dude you know it's not mm. like i mean it's your your previous works are glamorous and you're talking about you know the struggles of like being a trap queen and you know mortal combat <laughs> you know which we'll get into and everything like that but like this was legit, you know what I mean? And I think that um, you've done a good job, kiddo. You've done a I good really, job. I, I appreciate that. You you said something that I think that I think I really agree with, which is um, this was the like the most straight up authentic thing for me to do. And and that's not really easy to do. It's not easy. People think that it's, you know easier like it's much harder to actually strip down in that way and and you know my one of my my favorite parts in the song is at the end when i say like for me that that really sums up even though it sounds like a simple you know thing for me personally it it like when i you know when we wrote that and then i sang it i like i cried a lot because i felt 
understood by these lines, you know? I, I was like reading, I was like listening to these lines and the way that they were sung and I just felt like understood, you know? I didn't feel like there was more to say. I feel like it was heartbreaking enough to say that I want to be, um, you know, happy and proud and I'm not being able to, but you know, let's keep the show rolling. Like I, yeah. that's, yeah. So, um, and the Dirbeke part was super, super fun to do. Like I've been experimenting with uh, Dirbeke specifically for the for the past, like, uh, you know, since Jan, I think. And um, be, when I went in the first demo, cause I, you know, I produced the song. So I wrote all of the instruments and I, you know, I, people think that I do that with like through someone and bra, bra, like, bra. yes. So um, do like, I had to, ch I didn't have Arabic instruments on my library. I didn't have, you know, any samples or anything like that. So I had to like chop up things that I thought sounded like Dirbeke and then like, you know, super, you know, EQ like I, I really like it was such a, a, a lesson for me because I realized how, com how complex, you know, th the beats are, even though they sound like they're the same four beats. But there's actually something very interesting about the progression of of the beats and and how that hey. works. So, it was like the longest three days of me sitting and listening to the same <laughs> sound over and like you know everyone left the room at that point. Like Wasim and Maggie, you know, each went there with that. We're gonna leave you now, and I'm just like hey, geeking hey. out on this like kick. Or you know, and, and you, you're on the mic just being like, do it again. You know, the guy's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm jerry, no, I'm that, jerry, I'm jerry. No. And you're like, I don't know. No, that's not what happened. At that point, I didn't record. I was doing so. I was recording those sounds myself, and eventually, I remembered that my neighbor in the daya that I grew up in in Sibail is like a great Dirbeke player who plays like all these like one man shows and stuff, which was like perfect for me. Cause that's the kind of like, I, I don't want to, oh, so someone like, from your you know, it's, it's like a niche. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I like sweet. went to him. Yeah. I went up and I hadn't seen them in like years and, and, and I showed them the song and I was like, I want to layer my Dirbeke with, with something that you would do. And we, you know, took him to the studio and it was, it was really weird for me because I had known him when I was a kid and we grew up together kind of, and he had, hasn't really seen me in this context. So really I worked with only people that I really, really love or have like a special wow. relationship with like Maggie, who's my, like my sister, my agent and Wasim Haddad, you know, we wrote the song together in quarantine. We were just fucking around and then it was stuck in our head and we couldn't stop. And then for the video, Wasim showed it to Bilal and Bilal goes like, oh my God, please, I have to come in on this. Like, let's do something. Yeah. And I tried shop because at some point the song was so um, drilled in my head as a song. For me, it was like, that's all I want to say. I couldn't really imagine a video. And usually when I write a song or start producing a song, I automatically see imagery, colors, you know, things like very specific things that I can build on. And with this, it was like really just about what I was saying and how I was saying it. So I was like, guys, I'm blocked. I don't know what to do about the video. And we spoke to a few directors that, you know, you know, didn't want to touch it, which is hilarious. And yeah. I'm so glad that that happened. Um, because eventually I was like, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, it really, it's, it's not, it's no hard feelings. I feel no like feelings. nobody other than myself and you know, like nobody could have carried it in the way that we did. Um, True. 
You made it your you own know, thing. Like, it yeah, was, yeah, and 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 we were pushed that there because we kept being like, okay, no budget, mafi budget, mafi hada, mafi shi, but then no fi nahna, fi our skills, and no mafi budget. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I exactly. It was brilliant. On uh, Wasim and Bilal, Maggie, you, your your crew, your family, you are molding. You're like you know like. Uh, you're coming out of your cocoon of or, or shedding a new skin, so to speak, you know, and it's, it's very, very cool. You know, uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is like now with everything that is, you know, with everything that's changing in your latest release, how would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard your new sound before? Right. Why? Bringing the fucking Why questions. Bringing the me? questions. I don't like that question. What I do don't you mean? even like submitting. I don't even like submitting songs for publishing, uh, like for distribution, because I have to pick the genre, and that is literally the step that I hate no, the most. I'm not talking to you to, to like label it. I'm saying describe it. You know what I mean? Mm. Describe okay, it. Okay. Okay. So if I were to describe it, yeah. You know what? I'm going to hold off. I'm going to let you describe it and then I'm going to... Okay. Okay. I'm listening. I'm going to let you finish. Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce <laughs> had the best. <laughs> hey. Okay. Um, how I would describe uh, specifically or like my current sound, you know, which is not like out or anything, but I know a lot of people, that's the most song that has ripped audios from Instagram live performances or like a... Like everyone sends me like, I listen to this every morning. I'm like, where'd you get the audio? It's not even mixed and mastered. And like they go back to a post and they go, we took it from there, you know? So there's Ijit Shurta, there's Sintel Eo and a couple other songs that um, I'm working on. And I would kind of describe that sound to be like, I mean, there's elements of, you know, I, I really, first of all, like my biggest reference for me in terms of like how I present something musically is hip hop you know, and, and I'm like, so convinced and proud about that because I'm obsessed with hip hop and it's not necessarily like the, the music has to sound hip hop or the words have to sound rap or it's not about that. It's more about the intention in which something is, um, translated. So the word, you know, hip hop is so straight up and it's so personal and it's such a fucking great and cool way to tell a story. And it's so, authentic and it's so like that's the music i fuck with so i'm inspired by that and i've always loved bringing in class like i have a classical element in every single song like in my ep i had real cellos all over you know with hip-hop beats and with, with this one i had the choir you know in the intro and i had based the beat on on what's funny is that the rebecca and hip-hop beats work together in such a special way because they're based on the offbeat. So mm. in hip hop, you the way that you bounce with hip hop is on the offbeat, I feel. You know, it's not like house music when it's four on the floor and you're kind of bobbing in, in a specific way. If that makes sense to anyone, it's, it makes sense to me. I don't know. if It's syncopated. Yeah. It's like a syncopated exactly. thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. There's somebody in the, uh, in the room who's asking for us to speak Arabi. Bil isn't ya ya stez, okay? Uh but um Arabi Taiti uh Shwindi you know it's uh it's it's not so very not so very good, okay? Um 
وطبعاً I I think blue ما بعرف أنا I'm not ready to do Arabic thing. إيه أنا ما عندي مشكلة بس هذا الشيء بيرجع لك يعني if you want فينا نكمل بالإنجليش في فوت كم كلمة هون بالعربي إذا بتكون just let your fans know يعني because this is a this is a new thing for you too right now you got you're gonna have mad fucking no but you know what let's talk yeah let's talk about that لأنه Ever since I decided to do Sintel Eo and my first press, my first interview was Vice. Yeah, okay? Vice Arabia. Vice Arabia. So I wasn't exactly, for some reason in my head, I was not prepared for the fact that it was going to be in Arabic. And when they, you know, two days before the shoot, it was mentioned somehow. And I'm like, be position and no khalas you have to speak in arabic like oh how am i going to express this you know because i'm so el- i feel like i'm eloquent in, in english in the way that i describe things so i was like how am i going to translate that to arabic when i speak about the song and what we did is like we we me and maggie sat and we listened to all these interviews of you know people that i like and and like nadine labake and things like that And when I sat down for the interview, as soon and we as soon as we started talking, it just really flew so naturally. And I've done five interviews live, like TV, press, whatever, in Arabic, and it's it's been the greatest thing because I feel like I could express the same idea that I'm expressing to you or that I've been trying to say for for years, but it's just a completely different reach and a completely different type of conversation. So that's really so exciting to me. In the same way as using the Bakki elements and Sintel Eo and Ishid, like for me, there's there's a way that I'm trying to bring myself and who I am and my authenticity and to bring the Arabic culture, which is my culture, uh, and not in a way where I feel like I have to sell out because every single time I was talked to about Arabic in any kind of situation, I I you know I was basically told that I would have to change the way I am and the way I present myself and the way I dress. And then the way that I sing and the way that, you know, the songs that I like to sing to be able to fit into this industry. So it always really just scared me. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to do me, boo boo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this is showing me that like, no, I'm, I can do my own fucking thing. And, you can. And, you and I will inspire other people to do this, to do the same. And, and we can, you know, we can have our own, you know, kind of genre going on. And, and, and that's okay. Like, you don't have to do something specific. Arabic can be so stiff sometimes. Durka. Chic. That's it. I labeled it. It's Durka Chic. Durka Chic. That's the genre. Durka Chic. Okay. You get I me? like that. Yeah. Because mm. it's got elements yeah. of Durka Durka. You know what I mean? It's got that Arabi. It's got that like... Um, <laughs> we got people asking us to speak in all different languages. Speak Spanish. Uh, uh, no entiendo si español. Español. Yes, Jesus Christ. You're going to be like this, uh, you know, pop star of the world pretty soon where you're like, you know, donde esta Afwan went from You know, like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, you know. I Why not? You know, I haven't Why really not? seen you uh, go off in uh, Espanol uh, very much. You know, I I, I would like to. Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, and Alfred is like, please, please, please. He lo- he loves it when I speak to him in French. <laughs> Je m'appelle. Anyhow, 
Um, <laughs> all right. So let's. Okay. So we we got the we we got the whole like you know identity thing uh, covered. Dirkashik, that's what you do. All right. Or at least I have uh, you know uh, coined it. You know, some people might consider that offensive, right? Like, what the fuck does yeah, Durka mean? Yeah, it's in bro? review. It's in, it's in review. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, uh, so okay, so there we go. We got we got that we taken care of now. Clearly, you know, things is is moving for you quite quickly. I know that you know the views is coming through. You got a lot of attention is on you. you you're 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 handling this beautifully. You have a great team behind you. But like, what would you like? Where do you see, in terms of the rollout plan? Like, what's the, what's next? You know what I mean? Like, you have this 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 single. It's 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 blowing up. Are you going to ride this wave continually? And then, like, you know, is it is it going to be like a? Is this going to be like an album in the making? It's crazy. You right? put out a song that does well, and it hasn't been a fucking week since it's out. And everybody's asking you what you're going to do next. What and are you going to do like, next? Can I That's fucking old. enjoy this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. We live in the world where music like is a tweet, right? And it lasts for about a week. It's been yeah. a week. It has been a week. You know what I mean? And if, it's been a week. It feels like it was just yesterday. I'm sure, you know, time is flying for you, but... um. It probably feels like it was a month. No, it's yeah. It it feels like it was a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because so much has happened. It does. Yeah. It does feel that way. Mm. So, who are you collabing with next? Oh, okay. No, to to answer your question, actually, I do. You know, the past year has been the past few years. Like since I put out the prelude, it's really been about me, like experimenting um, as a producer, as a as a as a writer. You know, I've I've I'm like a sponge. So being in this country for the past year specifically or the past two years specifically has fed me a lot. So I, I kind of, there was a lot of brainstorming happening. There's a lot of songs that I've done. There's a, most of them in English. I've done a few in Arabic. Um, so I just feel like, and you know, I just signed my distribution deal. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't really want, yeah. So I don't want that to be, Distribution deal with Blue Pfeiffer with Believe, right? <laughs> with Believe, yeah, I signed with Believe, and you know, right before the the release, um, and I just started thinking about, okay, if I'm signing a distribution deal, which means for anybody who doesn't know what a distribution deal, uh, I'm not signed to a label, meaning I'm still an independent artist. That's not at all what it means. That's put your hands down. That's <laughs> not at all what it means. Unless people stream my no, song. No, I'm at Wazza. I'm at Wazza the song. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> so it means that I'm completely in control of what I do. I make this, my, my creative process and my decision making process about my music is exactly the same as it has been in the past 10 years. Uh, nobody has any control or influence on that. I just have a partner on board that basically helps me get my song or project and, you know, to put it on the stores, to push it on the stores and to help me with the process after all of the creative stuff is done. So for me, that's really a, a best case scenario. Uh, I, I, I feel like I've been building up to something because of the way that we've been doing things, which is a very authentic, independent way. And I'm I'm really happy to to stick that way, you know. Like for me, it's like 
I, I don't need like, we are doing me, Wasim and Maggie as, as a day-to-day -day team. We are doing, you know, we are, I'm trying to be nice about it, but we are doing great. You know, yeah. like we don't need right, right now, you know, unless somebody comes and goes like, you know, I can really help you out and I can really, you know, I feel like it's not about always going like, who can we get and what can we do? It's also about looking around you and appreciating what you can do with what you have because those relationships have developed in for years and, and they have been put to the test and you know, you've know you gone through so much with those people and they know you, so they know your trajectory, they know where you wanna, you know, how you like to present yourself and those things are so important to me. So I'm really happy with the way things are, and no, I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to sign on on Instagram that I'm about to do an album. The idea of Muffy Budget uh, has turned into somewhat <laughs> like an era. So I'll call it an era. I do have a lot of songs that I'm working on and projects that we want to release. So hey. it will be that. But I, I'm not about to do. You know, hey, an album. Oh, and then it'll be like, oh my god, I'm an album like no, shway, shway. things are changing every day shway, let's shway. just go with the flow so, yeah me me okay so now we will take one minute break because we have uh some questions and uh shout out to rami oh. o in the building uh we have some hey. questions hold on hey guys let's love see. you too let's see we've got it's mazin 24 minutes ago wrote hey mazin can you say one for the fam Heide taz taz yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> Only the real fans will know what that was. So remember when the I was on the magazine cover for Act and we did a little show? You came to that. I yeah, think you were I did. There. I was there. Yeah, so I, I went up on, on stage and there was like a huge LED screen of me naked and I, you know, had to break the ice and didn't know how to, I felt like, I thought it was hilarious. You know, I'm like looking at my bare ass. So, and everyone's <laughs> looking at me and I know they're looking at the picture. So I had to like address it. And in Ijit Shurta, I said, hey, the tastuze and point it to my butt. So that's why the real fans know it. <laughs> hey, there you go. Oh my God. Shout out to yeah. fucking all the real fans. Okay, so we got uh, a week after the release. Is the song getting the noise you expected so far? The song is getting more. I mean, I didn't. Um, I didn't really think. I mean, I knew that for me personally, and and that's without like expectations or anything. It was one. Of, it was my proudest work, and I was so happy with it, and I I was so proud of it. But I felt like that about you know, a couple other projects. So I just felt like, you know, I, you know, I'm sure it'll do better than my other songs. I'm sure the release will be bigger than other songs, but I didn't, I didn't really imagine that it would be picked up like that organically. We have not marketed any piece of content, you know, at all it, with yeah. anything paid. So that, that was really, and every time, you know, everyone around me kept telling me, like my boyfriend kept telling me, my friends, my family, this is going to blow up. This is going to be huge. And I'm like, stop, stop. Like, you you know, it's just a good song. Let's focus on that. And they're like, and I remember when when we when we posted it on IGTV, Wasim was like, yalla, 100K. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have 6,000 followers. Like, can you stop with this, like, huge expect? I, I didn't want yeah, yeah, there yeah. to be those kinds of expectations, you know, because I love what I do. And, and I, it's really personal to me. Like, it was really hard for me to let go of the song, even though I was excited for it to come out, it was really, really difficult for me. So I, I just didn't want to build up that. And then 
when the when the numbers anxiety, kept going up, right? It's that fucking anxiety yeah, exactly. where you're like, exactly. Oh, I don't know. And then pleasant the tears, yeah. The inhiyar, it, it was um, the numbers kept just like every time I would because you know we sat down, we knew that we were gonna be on our phones at least for a day or two. So like I set up the whole area and like we made food and we set up all the lamps and we sat and we sat on the couch and everybody had their own area with all the chargers and their laptop. And it was me and Wasim and Maggie. Like and hackers. Got very drunk. Yeah, <laughs> we looked like that. We definitely looked like that. We got super lit and then released the song and stayed on our phones. And I'm just like refreshing, refreshing. And for three days, I just, that shit was crazy like i didn't understand i didn't really understand and at some point it stops being about the actual numbers you know in the beginning no. you're like oh how many people heard my song how yeah, many yeah, people yeah, watched yeah, yeah. the music video no at some point it was just like okay this is becoming a conversation because i started you know my friends and family started receiving the song from people that didn't know that i was their family or friend so it خلاص, it was no longer about our circle yeah you know that was that was that was crazy. That's, like you know, when you go to Spinney's was, next time, good luck. I haven't, I haven't been out. <laughs> you know what Spinney's. I mean? <laughs> You're gonna be like value. You can trust, and then and they're gonna be like, well, accept it now. Oh my god! And they're gonna be like, wow, can I make a picture on your face? I love your music, <laughs> your video, and the you know, it's it's gonna be. I'm still. Waiting for a snowbar, you know, a snowbar distributor to hit me up. Listen, like that's the goal. Let me tell you a little something. Okay, when I come Hi, back. Hi, Mugleta. Shout out, shout out to Mugleta. Shout out to Mugleta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, for real, you know, if you want, you know, girl, I can get you a couple kilos of snowbar. It's cheap <laughs> as fuck up in this bitch. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you some of that Costco goodness. But anyway. I was going to ask you, so what? Like, snowbar is a pretty big part of your life, huh? Yes, yes. I love snowbar and I love cooking with snowbar. Bullshit. Adam, of all the things, though. Uh, okay, hold on. We still have a couple more questions and then we'll go back to my... Uh, okay, we will go back to my interview. But I, wanna... I can't check the questions. Like, I don't, I don't know. To them, Can right? you? Okay. Can no, you? I don't think so. No. Okay. Oh, look, there's filters. The most there. recent one, Blue Land says, are you going to release Diamonds because it's such a song? Hmm. I mean, I want to say yes. Of course I want to say yes. Um, but I just don't know. Like, I don't know when. I don't know because I know I always say soon. And this time I'm not saying soon about Diamonds because it's not the one that I'm... You know, you're not on the dirk the sheet about, tip. Like, you know, you're yeah, not I'm on... like thinking, no, but you know what? In actually, speaking of diamonds, and you know, my fans know diamonds because I perform it on shows and it's really, you know, it's a requested intro. And <laughs> I, when we recorded the Dirbeke for Sintel Eo, I opened the session because it's a it, it's a it's a 120 BPM, and the Dirbeke is sounds really good over there. You know, so I was like, can you play on this? And he, you know, probably, you know, the guy was like, what do you want me to play on this? Because it's a song that has nothing to do with Arabic in the way that he might understand it. So he jammed out of it and I did a little chop chop. So and I loved it. So I think I'll, you know, maybe I'll include the back in it and then, you know, see what happens yeah. with that. Booyakasha. There you go. Hope that answers your question. 
Blue Lands is Schmel Gang. Schmel Schmel Gang represent. Yeah, yeah. Schmel Gang. Schmel. Here's a an interesting question. How did you learn to produce, and how long did it take you? Mm. Well, I wouldn't say I, I can't answer how long it took me because I feel like producing is a constant learning curve. That's you know the humblest thing about that that you can say. I don't think that I've mastered. <laughs> Learned everything. Like I'm not. Ah, yeah, like I know everything not, now. Ah, best producer no. ever. Yeah, no, that yeah, that's not what I'm saying. But I learned how to produce. So just be, yeah, I learned how to produce on. I produce on Logic Pro X, and I learned to produce because of a lack of having anyone to help me. You know, I didn't. I didn't have money. I didn't know anyone who was gonna come and invest that much time with me to develop my sound. And you know, I I started producing and like YouTubing shit, like how to do this and how to you know do vocal takes. And I just geeked out completely for years. And I did bad songs and I did good songs and I did good songs that didn't sound that good sonic. Like do you know what I mean? I did all that. It's just yeah, about yeah. practice. And but 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 producing for me is just like one of the means to be able to translate like a certain idea. That's how I approach directing. That's how I approach editing. Like the way that I set up my session on the editing software, which is Final Cut, um, Final Cut, um, is the same way that I set up my session in the music and i i do think of it in the same way for me it's part of the same work and it's very difficult when somebody asks me what i do to say you know i'm a singer that's really not what i identify with because i feel like i'm a you know i'm a creative you would say i'm not sure what yeah you know oh singer songwriter producer pole dancer director like editor like it's 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 a big one but it's just because i like doing things that eventually help build all of the picture sonically and visually to translate what I'm trying to say. And I feel like at this point in my career, I'm the only person that can portray me in the way that I, that I can, because I know what I, you know, I'm not like I'm, I'm every move and every beat and everything is a part of what people are going to see for the first time. So it's very important to me. Yes. Well said blue Pfeiffer. Well said. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. She, uh, you know, uh, we've addressed the questions. I know people keep filtering in and making comments and stuff like that. We uh, we do try to, you know, make everybody heard and 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 get their um, questions answered. But I got some fucking questions too. You know what I'm saying? So shut the fuck up. And just let me do my job. Just kidding. We love you. <laughs> Yo, Blue, um, you know how the, the filters are fun, so much fun, but let's go back to, because um, I can't concentrate. I want to concentrate, can't do it, because this is a crazy thing happening on the screen right now. You look like okay, a fetus. Okay, 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 okay. I know, I know that I'm losing, you know that the interview is <laughs> losing its, its charm as soon as you're like, all right, let me just play with some filters, this fucking interview. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. 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 So I'm, I'm good. Here's this is the filter we're staying on. Okay. Can you back up a bit though? Cause like you're a little close. Yeah. There we go. Now you look, yeah, there we go. All right. Now, now I feel like I see your face anyhow. So, you know, on some real shit. Okay. Coronavirus, you know, the earth is upside down. Thoda, you know, there, 
There's no benzene, muffy mezut, I don't know what, yada, 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 all these challenges. If you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? Hmm. Right? Because a lot of people in the in the entertainment uh, but how business... Come you I'm just saying, like, like you know. Yeah, but we how know- come? Like, are you putting this in a context? You, in, are you putting this in a context of the past year, or you mean in general? No, in general. What do you mean? I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just saying, like, if not, if you are not doing music and you are not an artist making Dirk chic awesome jams and and hip hop, you know, anthems and and things like that, what would Blue Pfeiffer be doing? I don't want to say because I might still do it. So. Oh yeah, that I'm. Yo, I'm just trying to like learn about you, girl. Like I'm pretty sure maybe pole dancing is like one of them. Well, right? I do that. I do that oh, for a living. Oh, do I you teach, though? I teach pole dancing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do for. That's how I. That's how I get my bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like today, I, I taught like five classes. Uh, I give private pole. You like, did I five classes pole. I'm a today. Pole dancing teacher. Yeah, I know with no breaks in between, it was like, oh my God, it was, I'm here it tired. Is. This is all makeup. Here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Here it is. You're doing this fucking podcast <laughs> and you're like, just <laughs> anyway. So, okay. So yeah. you have a song called Mortal Kombat. All right. Now, um, mm. I know it doesn't really have to do much with the video game, but once upon a time, there was a, a video game called uh, Def Jam. Okay, and it had all the rappers, you know, like Ludacris and Fifty Cent, and like you know, uh, Suge Knight, and all these like crazy rappers, right? And and they would wow. like Mortal Kombat each other. You know what I mean? They would they would like box or fight each other. Okay, so yeah. if you were the creative director for a uh, a Middle East version of this game, who would be the featured? Mm-hmm. Who would be the featured MCs and uh, and fighters, and like, and what would their moves be? Oh my God, you just snapped with that question, right? So are they against each other? Yeah, are they're they fighting. like they're fighting? They, is it a battle? It's a battle. Where they're, they're fighting. It's not battle lyrically. They're like you know mm. they're like fighting. You never heard it. You never seen Def Jam? No, I. I th- I'm just trying to pl- I'm trying to place because there's so many names in my head and suddenly I'm like oh don't say this and don't say that. So Why not? To- Fuck it. Mask battle- off. Mask off. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I like the sense of uh, I really like. The, uh, first of all, I like the reference because I think that uh, that's a great reference, especially in our context. You know, shout out to the arena. Shout out to Chino. Shout out to everyone around the Middle East platinum everybody doing something to contribute and contributing you know to to the to the hip-hop scene uh i don't know who i'd put against each other i mean i'm always like the about, arena's doing it it's for not about me who would already. be against each other i'm just saying who would be some of the contenders in your, oh, in your world wait, and can i be in it can i be 100 percent, you're in it, in it? Okay. okay what's your move what's your fucking what's your fatality you know what i mean Okay, so I would I would be on it, and and Marwan Pablo would be on it, who's the Egyptian rapper, but he's retired now, and he's like taking us, you know, taking the blessing that is his music. So that so I bring him back to that for sure. All right. Um, I'd have. Oh, 
What an interesting question. There's so many. I'd have Mahrak. I'd have Bea Qadri. I'd have Shebani. I'd have, you know, Chino, Synaptic. I'd have, um, oh, but we need some bullies. What's his name? I'd have that guy. What's his name? The, the battle guy that's such a fucking bully. What's his name? Oh, fucking disaster. Yeah, I'd have disaster because you need the drama. You need that fucking, you know I mean? that grime. That yeah. fucking rip your dick off kind of like, you know. Yeah, man, that you you were you were there. Uh, were you there for the uh, disaster battle at uh, you know with the arena? Yeah, I, yeah, I was at I was at one of the. I'm not I'm not even sure if he was there. Yeah, no, he was there. He was there. Yeah, he was there. Would you yeah, ever consider battle rap? I mean, you know, not too many females that I know of yet in the Arabic battle rap scene. You think that that's something that you might take up? You know, Synaptic, somebody who done, the, you know, he he's like, you know, doing his thing in the mainstream, uh, not mainstream, but you know what I mean? Like, he's like, he's doing his raps, but he does not, you know, uh, stray away from taking on yeah. battles. He's a good, he's a really good example to that. You know, I've, I've, I've spoken to Synaptic about battle rap and female battle rap when scum week was happening which was organized by ras maggie chino shout out to scum week that yeah. was great because it brought me together with so many of the people that are now you know i like so many of the people that were my peers and i wasn't even aware of what they were doing or their music and i felt like that was such a like they they took me to school on so many things which was really great uh, and I remember going to the battle and as usual, we get in the car with Maggie and I'm like, why aren't there any girls? Like, why don't you guys get any girls? Like, why is it all a bunch of guys just swearing on each other's mama? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, can we get some, you know, like, can we get some variety? And she's like, wait, Pancha, do you want to be part of this conversation? Of course she does. Where's the, where's the house coat? Oh, that's what's happening. Uh, it's there, <laughs> but I don't know. That's what it is. She's like, I can't so, um, so I, we talked about it and she said there, there, we'd love to host girls. She told me, but she said that we can't find them. And all of the guys have girls that they are, you know, talking to and encouraging them to pursue it. And there was one girl that almost did it. And, um, and then she's like, you should do it. And I was like, I felt like I wanted to do it just for the fact that, you know, there, there isn't any female representation. And I felt like if I went up and did it, I think it would open up the door to so many of the girls that are probably, you know, writing some bars in their bedroom right now, but are too, you know, maybe they don't have like, somebody needs to pave the way. And I'm always, you know, I'm always the, what do they say? The, the, the I'm the, I'm the test. I, uh, there's a, there was an expression Guinea in pig? my head and I. Forgot it. Yeah, I'm the guinea pig of like. Nah, remember yo. ten years ago, I went up on TV Not and talked pig. about LGBTQ rights yeah. and sex and and safe sex and stuff. Like I'm always the. And now everyone talks about this, but at the time, you know, they crucified me for it. So if You're the, the I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do it. Not a guinea pig. You know what I mean? We got to <laughs> no, change I, the vernacular on that. Should we get? We're gonna rewind that. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna fucking. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna hold up. Let's let's go right here, and we're gonna fucking. Okay, we're going to be like, Blue Pfeiffer is a trend setter in terms of, you know, female uh, representation, in terms of... Okay, just go with it. Shut the fuck up. Okay, so here it is. But I don't <laughs> like the word trendsetter or no? influence. Like, I don't like... Are you not an influencer? It's so much more important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. 
Yeah. So, Anytime. so I, what I was saying, what I was saying is that I felt like I was, you know, when we were having that conversation in the heat of the week, I was the only female artist on the lineup for Scum, and I just felt, you know, I know that they did their due due diligence to try and book female artists. I know that for a fact because that's just, you know, who Maggie is, who, who Chino is, even like I just know that they suffered a lot to make that happen. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do it, and then you know, talk to the guys and saw their their dynamic throughout the week before the battle and like i loved i loved watching all of that happen it's like it was so intense and it's so creative and it's like productive until the the weird useless stuff starts coming up about each other's mom then i'm just like you know yeah but um yeah you know or i fucked your bitch you know like it's just i mean like, hey it's battle rap you can't be all like you know what i mean you can't be putting dampeners on no, anything and being yeah, like you know no it's that's not for sure like, like, i just crack. feel like i for sure but i feel like there, that there's there's so much that you can say I can fucking insult somebody in a million fucking ways, you know, Ooh. without having to talk about their mom or their girlfriend. Like, I just think that it, you have to be. You know, I don't need lyrically. to talk about your mom or your. I don't need to talk about your sister or, or <laughs> nothing. I have a million ways I could fucking cut you up. Okay, man. You heard it first. Blue Pfeiffer laying down the law on fucking only here for the Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? I like yeah. it. That's I think you think you're gonna tap into your like mamacita, your your like uh, your Hispanic side, maybe. I just you know we got so riled at, at those battles, and I was so opinionated, and I stood in the corner, and like I was shaking my head in disapproval at some of those sentences that were saying. And then Chino was like, "Come," and he called me and synaptic to stand, you know, next to the battle that was. I think it was the first one with Eliam and. You know, I was like, oh, the camera's right in my face. I have to mm, keep your shit together because I know they post these videos and I'm like, the and I was <laughs> wearing reaction. pink, like fluorescent. Your reaction fluorescent is just pink. like. Yeah, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there are memes of people made memes of those screenshots. People who don't know who I am even. It's just like, yeah. you know, my reaction to the battle. So eventually, just to, to answer your question, the, the, con the conclusion that I felt was I personally don't see myself getting into a battle. Like, I think that there's a different type of finesse to that that is not my finesse. Mm. But I would love to do anything anything and everything to encourage female rappers and female you know singers and never writers producers to start becoming part of that scene and to start shaping the voice of what that representation would look like so i'm you know i'm down to help encourage or in any way encourage that but i don't see myself standing in front of a guy and you know i don't see myself battle rapping with disaster <laughs> like i'm just being in front of disaster and be like kill him and kiss it <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, exactly. Um, okay. So here, that's, that's cool. Thank you for, for, uh, addressing that and, uh, and eloquently. So, uh, FYI, it's, it's almost been an hour already. Uh, I still that have so fast. It did. Right. I mean, if you, cool thing is now with Instagram is like, they have extended the, uh, the time that, that you can do lives. It's not going to just cut like it used to. And, you know, you still got lots of fans who are asking you questions and, and mad shit, you know. But I don't know if you saw online, but recently there was a uh, a metal band in Beirut that did a cover of some mainstream song. Okay. It was like one of the first instances 
where there was a crossover. Are you talking about Chimera and Chimera and Beirut? Yeah. Exactly. But I don't know what the controversy was about. I know that the song came out and there was like things going on, but I'm not I'm not aware. Right, 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 right. But what I'm trying what I'm trying to say is that this, you know, how they always say, you know, that there's like the independent scene, right? And then there's the mainstream. And to me, this was one of the first times, truly, where a really niche band, like a metal band, crosses over and kind of pays tribute to uh, a mainstream artist, right? Because not the first time, but I mean, like, it's not the first time. What I'm saying is... It's, it's, it's a, not the first time, a, but it but it is one of the first times. Well, at least yeah. in the world of metal, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a shocking thing. You know, here it is. It's that crossover, right? So they did a, a, uh, a tribute or a cover. The controversy was that they didn't get the rights to it. That's the big fucking deal, is that they didn't have permission to do the cover, but like in today's world, right? You don't ask for permission. You just do it. It's a cover. It's a cover. It's not the, you know what I mean? And they were like, you know, but at the same time, because, you know, they're at the end of the song, it's like super shaitan and they're, yeah, you know, so uh, it, it scared the shit out of everybody and, and whatever point is where you come in is who from the greats, would you see yourself possibly other than like currently because you did the Habani, but if you could do like an actual collab with one of these legends together, who would that be? Oh, that is so hard. It's a heavy and one. Just because I, yeah. And just because I don't see like first, even though I, I am existing in this Arabic world, I don't see what like you know my my rep my answers would be more way more alternative and less you know icons like you know i'm not gonna say like you know less feiruz and rehbine and more you Girl, know do who, what you uh, do you know the people it's arabic though yeah like it's arabic i mean you know i i'd love to I'd, I'd love to do something with synaptic and we've talked about that a lot and you know shabish deeds i failed to mention him before which is crazy Haram like and he's such a big part of that and you know we're we're cool so yeah i mean I, i'd love to do a song with Shab Bajdeeb. like yeah. that for me would be a collaboration that i'd be so down for and i think would sound super sick you know that that those are my references yeah um you know i don't see my i don't know what you know but like i see you know obviously goals to work with nadine labake like who gave me you know the the the, the approval and thumbs up and for Sintileo and the video, which was my one of my personal proudest moments in this uh, reveal, because she's somebody that I respect so much. And as a woman, you know, I, I, I respect so much what she's done and how she's presented herself and how she's been received and how she keeps making decisions that are just so authentic, no matter what anyone says and, and how her, her work ages, like she's just such a queen, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, lovely. I've never had the pleasure of of meeting her, um, and I'm sure that you know more doors are going to be opened up for you, Blue. Like, I mean, honestly, you know that you've been hustling at this for mad long. I feel like you found yourself a nice groove that's working for you. You know, it's it's comfortable. It's something that you know it does not feel 
inauthentic. It's you unapologetically yourself. And it's like, I don't know if you remember me, man. I used to rag on you, you know, like we used to have like a little bit of a, like a friction between us. Cause I would be like, yo, like, know. you know, you know, I'd be like, yo, you thrived off of that shit though. Like, what do you mean? I didn't thrive. It, that's what it was at the time. That's 10, that's the music scene 10 years ago. Like no, that's how no. things were. And now it looks so differently. You no, know, no, like, no, 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 no. Don't, I don't want you to misconstrue like, or frame it in a way like, pushing down others to elevate yourself or no, anything like that no 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 or that's, just like hate no that's not at all what i said yeah no 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 it was more like you know snarky comments here and there I mean, and shit and sh yeah like that's what i mean like i I'm mean not, you, know. you know no i'm not making no as a matter of fact what i remember because i mean you know you came out of the woodwork all of a sudden i remember it was like fed to the music there was like yeah <laughs> I know. I remember that. And I was like, who, who the fuck this bitch is? Right? And then I, <laughs> I, I went on YouTube and I, I searched up and I was looking at interviews and I was like, holy fuck, this girl can fucking sing. You know what I mean? And then we would hang out. Mm. I think one of the first times we hung out was in like uh, Zala or, or, or where's that amphitheater? In like no zoo. zoo, wasn't that in Fed de la Music in the zoo amphitheater? <laughs> there thing? was a zoo amphitheater. I don't know if it was Fed de la Music, but you were there. You had a lunchbox and like a furry coat, and I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is she wearing this furry coat? Why does she have a lunchbox?" You know what I mean? And she's and you were like, "Hi, I'm such and such," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And you know, and I I, I did some research on you, and and I was like, "Okay, there's a lot of theatrics, and yeah, yeah. there." You know, there's a lot of theatrics that kind of overshadowed your your main thing, which was the power of your voice, the power of of you know your your singing abilities. You know what I mean? And I I would whenever we would talk, we'd have this argument. You know what I mean? I'd be like, "Yo, you don't need all this theatrics. You got a beautiful voice." You know what I mean? You were like, "Yo, yeah, like, I don't remember." Fucking, like, don't try to tell me what to do, okay? Like, I'm gonna do what I need. Yeah, but to you, do. but you know what? It's really no, but you know what? And especially now, in, in, in especially now in retrospect, I can I can reflect on this in a different way than you know. I used to get really defensive about those things because at the time, and I don't think anybody was in my shoes in the type of attention that I was getting and what what the attention I was getting for. I mean, that stuff was happening before I even went on Ahmar al Arid. You know, that's just the the fact that I was doing this in Lebanon in an Arab country and wearing all that stuff that I like to wear. I didn't. It wasn't like genuinely genuinely it wasn't like oh let's do this for shock value or no. you know eventually that became the narrative but that's literally how i like to express myself so for me it was i would get really defensive about people telling me to drop certain things that for me were part of what i was trying to like present but but they got so much attention like you said yeah. over the music and over the work because of them because of how 100%, they view things because they can't yeah fucking, they can't so i see. felt like why should i make myself small and why should I make myself like, do you know what I mean? Like why, like it was a very personal thing for me because I was also still developing myself. When I met you, I was 16. You know what I mean? That's it was crazy. like, let me be. I forgot I how 16. young you were, yo. Exactly. We. That's when I met you, when we were having those conversations and I was getting hell criticized for everything that I was doing. I was 16, 17. So it's yeah. like, I needed to develop myself as a woman, as an artist, as a person, like, 
everybody does that, but everybody does that not in front of the camera, not in front of this weird Lebanese media shit that was going Fuck on. Fuck the you Lebanese know? media, bro. Fuck the Lebanese media so hard. I can't even, you know what I mean? Somebody said, Mazin said, invented the cheetah girls. Cheetah girls? <laughs> I can't. I love you guys. I'm seeing the comments <laughs> and I like, I love you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For real. No, but I mean, look, I just want you to know, like, I've been consistently saying this since day one, which is like, you fucking talented as fuck, yo. You have a great voice. Even back then, it was like eye opening and shocking. And I was like, yo, who that fuck that is? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I have been, you know, on the like I said, you know, like I was posting on 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 the Insta stories. It's been kind of crazy to see you evolve over the years. And, you know, we known each other for like straight up more like 10 years. You 10 know what years. I mean? Yeah. Almost, yeah. A bit more even like a 11, 10, 11 years. 11, yeah. well, you know, I mean like, yeah, okay. But I mean, <laughs> you know, like we, and uh, certainly in, in this past couple of years, you know, we have um, grown closer and, and I've got to see you evolve and it's, it's really, really cool, dude. So you know, best of luck with everything that you're doing. It's lovely, lovely having you on the show. And I hope everybody who tuned in, you know, was um, was pleased and, and was entertained and informed, well-informed. Um, I'm going I'm to leave you I, to have the last note and kind of like, you know, take the floor yeah. and just uh, let everybody know what's good. Yeah, so two, two, two things, uh, three things. Uh, what I really appreciate what you said, and especially because you have seen me, you know, you have been around for that long. So you, you know, I feel like you're a good reference to, you know, kind of how I came up. So I appreciate that. And I want to say, especially because, you know, I released the song today, it's been a week. And in the past week, double the amount of people that used to know about me know about me now or are talking to me or are following me on social media or whatever. And I think that a lot of people might not know that I didn't just come out of the woodwork today. You know, like I've been I've been hustling and doing my thing and been a broke bitch for 10 years now. You know, I've I've ticked all the boxes. I've I've done all the I've done all the ass kissing, non-ass kissing, you know, shows for free exposure like i've i've done it all oh my god and I've exposure up and i've made great things and i've and i've you know i've like i've gone through it and that's why i feel like it was the perfect project to kind of launch me into a bigger audience because i feel like everything was leading up to this and i think it's really important for people who might be criticizing or who might be seeing me from a perspective of you know living in another country or coming out of nowhere being you know having a huge team behind me I would really encourage those people to take two minutes of their time to just Google me and and realize the amount of shit I've had to go through to get to this point, which is why this is a huge win, not just for me and for my team and Wasim, Maggie, Bilal, Khajag, every person that worked on the video, but for my fucking fans that have been coming to shows for 10 years, five years, seven years, six years. Like I have some fucking day ones. And for me, I I feel like a win for me is a win for, for all of those people, you know? Yeah. And that's, it's a moment for us. And it's so well fucking earned, you know? That's really how I feel about it. 
Um, the second thing I wanted to say was shout out to my baby. He's been online this entire time. I miss you so much. <laughs> He's in France. I wish you could come back sooner. And then if we can just go through the comments really quickly yeah, and say course. hi to everybody. Look, I'm in no rush. Shebani. I'm in no rush. Okay. If you, I don't know. Can I'm trying to, just... I'm trying to be fucking respectful of your time. You know, you so let's go through the I'm comments. Just, yeah. Yeah, because I know that there's really a lot of amazing people that are tuned in. So I feel like, you know, um, so Mazin, one of my biggest fans turned friends. I love this person. Like, honestly, every release is better just because of his commentary. Uh, I want to shout out Shaybani, who is an incredible artist based out of Dubai, who I'm, you know, I've been getting to know over the since quarantine started and I, I, you know, her and I and Bea Qadri, who is also an amazing artist, they're both, you know, into this really dreamy R&B, lush vocals, amazing type of shit. We have like this little, we've never met all together and I've never met Shaybani. I've known Bea for a really long time. She's like my sister, but we have yeah. this little girls club, you know, where we're just like pushing each other and I love that and I can't wait to properly meet you or like do a show, you know, the three of us, uh, who else is on here? May, who's, you know, day one as well. Mandale saludos a tu madre. Salam le'a ommak. Word to Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Oh, there's so many great people on here. I, I, I really, I hope I don't miss anybody out. <laughs> there's been a lot of conversations happening while we've been on. Have you noticed? A hundred percent. You know, um, I mean, they keep coming, right? They definitely keep coming. They say uh, we want the Adira merch. We see some people oh, writing that. Oh my god, that would be amazing! But budget, Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's got to be tough in itself, right? I mean, like the, uh, you know, I mean, money's tight for everybody. So I don't know. Crowdfunding, not really a, a yeah. viable thing. You know, bigger fish to fry, so to speak. You know, Alas. shout out to my mom who's in the other room and who's a huge supporter of mine, along with my entire family. I could not be existing in this way if it wasn't for their, you know, them having my back throughout this whole, my entire life, like no exceptions. So that's, that's that on that. Respect. And thank you so much for hosting me. Shout out to Alan from Lazy Long doing this from Canada, trying to continue this, trying to expose more artists and, and create some awesome content. Um, and thank you to everybody who, who has spread Tintil Eo and I hope that I love you guys and I love you, Alan. Much love, Blue. Much respect. Thank you so much for doing this and I'll see you soon, girl. I'll be, I'll be back. I'll be back in Lebanon. And uh, for those of you who, who are wondering, this is going to be on IGTV and on Spotify. Your boy done done made some deals, you know what I'm saying? Fuck you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> What's good? Yeah, fucking like Spotify deal. Only here for the Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? Tell your friends. Follow the podcast. Share, comment, like, destroy. You know the deal. It's Sintel Owl, baby. Yeah, la bono sera, baby. Sintel Owl. There you go, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. This has been a fucking lovely, lovely episode. Probably one of the best so far. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm your host, Lazy Lung. And stick around for tomorrow, around the same time, 10 p.m., we got L. Ross. We'll be talking more about Durka rock. We're going to be talking about that Durka hip-hop. 
We're talking about Babel Dachul. We're going to be talking about a whole lot of things, all right? Much love, everybody. I'm sorry. 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 I'